0: Welcome to
1: Understandable Solutions, the podcast where we discuss business and current events, those important issues that impact our world. Our goal is that you walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. Here's your host, Jeff Newkirk. Today on the Understandable Solutions podcast, I have back with me, Mr. Terry Weaver. And Terry, it's great to have you back. Thank you so much for joining me again.
0: Jeff, thanks for having me back for round two.
1: And as you recall from the last episode, we talked a little bit about Mr. Weaver's background, time in the military, uh, graduated from May's Business School, lots of lots of history there. But your new TV series, Breaking Strongholds, last night was uh, episode two.
0: Episode two premiere.
1: Yeah, premiere. So tell us about that.
0: Well, we had a packed theater uh, in an incredible reception um people love the episode uh we're dialing up the tension in the show so there's some some good cliffhangers and uh the story develops and the characters develop and um i think we've had a chance for the actors to meld a little bit because now yeah. we've been working together for over a year and and uh so everything just seems to be meshing
1: and that uh, it was so fantastic cool. yeah and it's 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 so popular that you actually had to turn people away from the premiere last night.
0: We sold it out, and we had uh, we had it sold out probably about three or four days before we premiered it. But uh, that's a good problem to have. That that's means a great
1: that, problem to have.
0: Uh, yeah, it is.
1: So when does episode three premiere?
0: Episode three, we're doing a little cast, a private cast uh, preview in a in a week, and then uh, we'll do a premiere for that. Probably, um, we're probably going to do another premiere for two in February and then maybe a, uh, a, a premiere in, in March for episode three.
1: That's so awesome. And I, I know you're pumped about it, but you got, you got a strong, strong future there.
0: Yeah. I think, I think this is really going to do, do a lot of good. The uh, last movie that this production company that I work for put together, it's called we are stronger. And, uh, we just found out about a month ago that we are stronger. It's available on YouTube TV, um, it's being translated into three Middle Eastern languages. That's cool. Yeah. And uh
1: so, so how does that happen? It's just like you know, they well, decide it's so popular that it's it's they gotta it translate into yeah, different languages there are, because it's demand around the world.
0: Yeah, so there are people uh, in different countries and on different continents looking for content, and they okay. know to come to the United States because we're kind of the entertainment producer of the world. You know, India's big. Right. There's some stuff that goes on in, in, uh, in uh, you know, England and in the UK and stuff like that. But but for the most part, America is the producer of, of high quality entertainment. So they're always coming and looking at uh, materials in, in America. And they found us and they wanted to translate this movie because it's about war. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the middle East has been torn by war for, oh. I mean, since the beginning of time, Right. you know? Right. So this, uh, this story is going to uh, help a lot of people over there.
1: Great. Yeah. Great. So, so the TV show is going great. Fantastic. How about the book? The latest book.
0: Latest book is fun. We're having yeah. a good time with it. We did a launch, uh, had a fantastic launch and, uh, um, just
1: recently, it wasn't long ago. Was October 30th fall.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, uh, Only good reviews so
1: far. So I'm happy about that. Good. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about the book.
0: So the book is a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a book about a murder in fact. Right. So it, it is not, it's not a Christian book. I I'm a Christian. I wrote it, but, uh, this is a murder mystery that plays out right here in the woodlands Texas, yeah, and the main character of the book, the MC, his name's Eli Ridge, and uh, he's a war vet like me. He was in the Navy, mm-hmm. he was a corpsman. he saw some combat, came back, took him a couple years to adjust, and then he, uh, he, he decided he wanted to join law enforcement because I think, uh, you know, he wanted to be a part of a mission bigger than himself. Yeah. So he starts to pursue that career, and uh, and and that that's book one. Um, mm-hmm. and book two talks about his first big murder case that he gets to work with his senior detective Thaddeus Preck. And
1: yeah. And, and we talked a little bit about it last time and it's kind of, kind of creepy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. You, well, it's gotta be different. <laughs> There's gotta be some chaos, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, so, and I think there is chaos. Yeah. Right. So with, with your TV show, with your book, I mean, you're, you're just doing so well in your career and i know your future is is so promising it's going to you're going to do great great things but in so christmas is right around the corner right
0: yeah let's talk about and, christmas and yeah
1: and as a person of faith and especially you know in tv and so forth we get challenged right with our faith because not everybody believes in the christian birth or you know birth of jesus um how do you how do you deal with that
0: well, when you know, you're challenged sure i think the the birth of Christ and the life of christ is yeah. is pretty undisputable so if you look at history, um even somebody that doesn't have a faith could find that Christ actually lived. He was a man and he did- incredible things with his yeah. life, so I think that's pretty indisputable just historically um but the way that I deal with with that is is you know. Me as a Christian, you know, I'm accountable to God. So mm-hmm. he gave us two big commandments, love him and, and love our neighbors. Right. And that's not just Christians. That's everyone. That's everyone. So I approach everyone with consideration, respect, and and love. I try to. Now I fall short all the time. But, uh, but you know, loving people I think is the doorway to sharing your faith with them.
1: So, and I'm glad you said that, loving your neighbor, greatest commandment. And we are challenged every day with what's, you know, all this craziness going on in the world. And, you know, people will always refer to the 10 commandments and that's obviously super important, Sure, but it all starts with loving each other. Yeah. Right. Because if we don't love each other, then how are we ever going to progress as a society, as a world, yeah, as a people?
0: Yeah. Yeah, looking past differences and seeing seeing the human across the street or in the grocery store. I mean, I've got I've got these neighbors that live around me that they they get up in the morning and they uh, the first thing they do is they rev their engine and they pill out at six thirty in the morning to get to work. This, this, is it, it
1: that because they're late or because it, they, think no, cool? they, they
0: think it's cool? They think it's cool. Yeah, because they're not late every day and it happens at the same time. They're leaving and they pill out and it drives me bonkers. And I want to go over there and slash their tires. <laughs> but if I do that, that's not going to, that's not going to help them. It's not going to help right. me. It's going to cause a huge divide. So I got to figure out how to love these kind of, these people.
1: And that's where we really have to dig deep. Right. Yeah. And in today's world, especially in our country, we are more divided now than we ever have been Absolutely. At least in my lifetime, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, when we come across people that maybe don't believe the same or, whether it's faith or politics whatever and we have to really you know do sort of a gut check and and say hey it's okay that somebody's different than me and it's up to me to respect make sure that they feel like they're valued and for me to add value to them in any way that I can right yeah i mean if we don't do that if we don't behave in that way then are we really being christians
0: yeah i i no. I tend to agree with you, uh, and there's a huge difference between uh, letting somebody hurt you or abuse you or attack you or tear down your faith, um, and and loving someone. Now you gotta you gotta right. take care of yourself. You gotta you gotta uh, of course you know course. love yourself mm-hmm. so you can love others. But uh, but loving our neighbors is, is huge, and and those around us who don't disagree with us, and if we're constantly attacking people on social media and and you know creating havoc. It's just we're not going to do any good.
1: So, have you ever been attacked on social media?
0: You know what? I've I've had a good run on social media. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I have now. I've got critics. I've got critics that do stuff by email. They do they do it privately. They'll send me an email okay. or they'll post a book review or something like that. They do it privately. Mm-hmm. Now I I think I will be attacked on social media at some point, but I yeah.
1: think you will. Yeah. I mean, because you're getting more well-known by the day and the more popular you are, there's going to be, you're not going to make everybody happy.
0: Yeah. Let me, let me, let me take that back. I, I did right after, right after the election, I, I really, um, I was struggling with how to deal with the internal turmoil. Our country had this, has this huge divide still huge. And I put out something on social media that I, that I think addressed the issue. And the issue is, much of our country has turned its back on God.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's, that's no the No question. Yeah. No question.
0: And I got attacked for that, big time. I mean, I probably had, I don't want to overestimate, but I probably had at least 25 people come after me for that one.
1: So, you, so what yeah. did they say? It's like, uh, so you were saying our country, the United States, has turned its back on God, yeah. which I completely agree with. And so they, they were basically bashing you for saying that, that that's not true or, or what does it matter? God doesn't exist.
0: What? Oh, I mean, there was, there were various, various yeah. ways that it was happening, but you know what I did and, and, you know, I had to pray about it and just kind of just try to take it coolly Is I just, I tried to respond in love. Listen, this is why I said this. This is uh, how I see things. This is what I believe mm-hmm. here. Here, here is some evidence. You know, our, our country was founded on faith. It was founded on faith. In fact, Philadelphia is, is the city of love, the city of love, right? This is the city
1: of brotherly love.
0: Yeah. And this is where people came so that they could practice their faith
1: Mm -hmm. and,
0: and be loved and not be persecuted America. Right. Um, so
1: freedom of religion, yeah, not freedom from religion. Right.
0: Yeah. And and if, if people don't have a religious faith, that's okay too. We can love them. We're, and we're actually called to. So, you know, I just try to respond. If I, if I ever am attacked, I try not to let my ego get involved and that's tough. I battle with that every single day, but if we can respond in love, try to stay objective, Mm -hmm. try to see where people are coming from and, and address issues that way, I think we can see our way through things and win people to our side,
1: yeah, but sometimes it's it's really tough, right? I mean, so I, I was as a business coach, executive coach, I work with people every day and I try to help them improve and grow. And I was talking to this one individual and he was trying to decide whether he wanted to work with me or not. And he said, "You know, I like everything that you stand for and everything that you're telling me, but I was on your website, and I saw that you had the core, your core values listed. And I got to tell you, I have a real problem with one of them. So that kind of took me back because it's the first time anybody has ever said that they didn't like my core values. And so I said, okay, well, well, you know, which which one don't you like? Integrity, accountability? I mean, what you know, where are we going with this? And he said, Faith, I mean, are you going to push me to, believe in something that I don't want to believe in. And so I had to really stop for a second and think through how am I going to answer this? Because I've had people challenge me before with my faith, but I've never had somebody say, I don't want to work with you because you said faith is important to you. So my response was, hey, you know what, I'm sorry that you feel that way. And no, I'm not going to push you to believe what I believe. But I think it's important that you have a faith. You have to believe in a higher power. You are not the end-all, be-all. There is somebody guiding your life. And if you don't believe that, then you're, you have no accountability. So I would ask you to really think through why you don't have faith and why that's not working out for you. Is it because you don't want accountability? Because it doesn't matter what you believe in, but you've got to believe in a higher power. Now, I'm a Christian. I would ask you to at least consider Christianity, but you got to believe in a higher power. I don't know if I handled that very well. He decided not to work with me, but... That was a challenging moment.
0: Yeah. Well, I, it's it, it's good that you shared your faith. I, I'm, I'm reminded often of this quote by one of the saints. I can't recall, but it, it says uh, something along the lines of, uh, preach daily, uh, mm-hmm. but only use words when necessary. Yes. Only use words when necessary. So if we can just walk out our faith. It's our actions. Yeah, our actions. Yeah, our example. Mm-hmm. The way we treat people. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't have to be preaching on the corner all the time. People are going to see something different about us and they're going to be drawn to us. That's the, the light of Christ in us.
1: Yeah. And and it's the action that is way more powerful than words. I mean, you can walk around all day saying, yeah, I love you. I love you. I love you. And if your actions don't follow that, what's no point to it, right? That's right. Yeah. Actions outweigh words for sure. Every time
0: yeah and and you know uh Christ was sent so we could um, have have joy, you know, and our joy could be made full. and when people see us walking around with joy, they get curious, man, because this world beats down on people, and joy is not something that's just ingrained in We're not right?
1: supposed to be happy,
0: right yeah, yeah, right. You're yeah, supposed so- to
1: be sad and and, and fearful every day.
0: Yeah, so uh, if it, you know if we have joy in us, people are going to be attracted to us. You can yeah. guarantee it.
1: And you know we're not supposed to be fearful. That's right. And uh, I learned a long time ago that it says in the Bible 365 times, do not be afraid. And I think, you know, that many times, God means it, right? So we shouldn't be afraid. That's right. I was uh, writing about a character
0: today. And, uh, he said something along the lines of, you know, fear is always at the door knocking. You just have to, you have to be willing to ignore that uninvited guest
1: Uh, every time,
0: every single, don't answer the door because he's, uh, fear is going to be knocking
1: always, always. So now coming up on Christmas, how do we keep true to our faith? Because we're going to be challenged every, like I said, every day. You know, turn on the TV. Bad stuff happening. Go out into our communities. We're going to be challenged. People are going to, you know, have different ideas. And how do we stay true to what we believe in? Yeah, you know what? None of us are going to
0: change the world, but we're going to change. We might be able to change the person that's sitting next to us.
1: And that's yeah, why a little I want bit at a time.
0: Just keep a micro-focused vision. Live in daytight compartments. You've heard that before. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my mom called me, uh, this morning and, uh, she was in tears because she lost her mother a oh. year ago. Mm. Now we lost my grandfather when I graduated about 21, 22 years ago. But, uh, I just said, Hey, why don't we pray together? And I was, re- I, I just re- in a prayer. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I, I, ju- I just reminded my mom in a prayer, um, why they my grandparents are so significant to us. They served greatly. They were servants. They didn't care about money. They loved people. They were always serving in their church. They were always helping people, inviting people over for dinner and uh, just loving on people. And that was their mission. And that's why they're going to be remembered. Not because of wealth, not because of fame or fortune or anything like that. They're, They're remembered because the way they served others.
1: Absolutely.
0: And if we're serving people around us, we're going to be remembered, and we're going to make a difference.
1: Well, I think we're all judged at the end, right? God will judge us all. And I don't think he's going to say, hey, you know, uh, Terry, you didn't work hard enough, so sorry, you're not going to make it. Or, uh, Terry, you didn't have enough money, so sorry. But I think he will say, Terry, you loved your neighbor and you loved your family, you were an awesome father, awesome husband, welcome. That's, that's what I believe. That would be beautiful if you said yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It would, it would be. So any Christmas plans with the family?
0: Yeah. I'm going to keep it simple. No drama. We're going to limit our presents. We're not going to go all out. You know, th- And, and, you know, I think that's another thing. If we can constantly, now things speed up around the holidays, right? We are trying to please everyone, trying to make sure everybody has enough presence that we don't forget about somebody. So I think
1: this put too much stress on ourselves.
0: Totally. I mean, anxiety (laughs) is ultra high. People are speeding. They don't care about running you off the road because they need that present. That might be tomorrow. We forgot to love each other for somebody who won't even send you a card. I mean,
1: Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> Get yeah. out of my way. <laughs> yeah. So, I think if we simplify things and just remember what Christmas is about, I mean, what's Absolutely. it about? For for us, for you and I, it's about the birth of Christ. The birth of Christ. The birth of our savior who took away the sin of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Can we remember that? Keep our gifts simple, love him, talk about him, worship him. Um I think that's going to help a lot of people with anxiety and stress.
1: I love that. But that that means that we have to have faith, right? Yeah, and I don't,
0: I don't know how other people deal with, the, with life. I mean, I'd be a wreck.
1: I was a wreck before I, I was. I don't know either. Yeah. I mean, you have to have accountability to a higher power. My higher power is God. And I believe in the, the birth of Jesus. I believe in the resurrection. And that's what keeps me focused every day. And if I didn't have that... I oh, don't, man, no peace. Yeah.
0: You got to have peace. Yeah, you know, I, 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 we often think about people that don't have faith, but everybody has faith. Everyone has faith.
1: In something, right? In something. In something.
0: Yeah, some people have faith in wealth. Even the atheist. Power, polit- yeah. yeah, science, whatever it is. People mm-hmm. have faith. Uh, yours and I, my faith, that just happens to be in Christ. And uh, I think as we continue to follow his example, life gets you know, it, it just kind of makes sense. We get, we have a, uh, a guide, a guidebook to life mm-hmm. and, and we think about him, how he lived, he served others. You know, he, re- he rejected, uh, power and he rejected fame and he rejected money. Mm-hmm. Not to say we can't have those things, but his, his purpose was serving others. So if we keep that our main purpose, I think we're going to be okay.
1: Yeah. And we have a tendency to complicate things, right? I mean, the greatest commandment: love each other. Everything will fall into place if you just follow that commandment. Yeah, let's love, not let's not complicate it. Yeah, love
0: God, love our neighbors. That's, yeah. If we can keep it simple, I think uh, we can get rid of some stress.
1: Boy, keep it simple for sure. <laughs> we don't do that these days. No, not at all.
0: You know, there's a there's a uh, there was a minister, um, I believe. He, I'm not quite sure which strain of ministry, but he was a minister in Eldon Tanner. He said, uh, service to others is the rent we pay for being here on earth. And I think that's Amen. such a powerful, powerful yeah. quote, powerful idea. Say that again. Uh, service to others is the rent we pay for living here on earth. I love that. Now I don't subscribe to the idea. I think this is important for us to talk about this as, as Christians and, and, uh, Christ followers. Um, I don't subscribe to the idea that just because you don't believe in a higher power or or Christ or have a faith that you're a, a bad person. No, you can't absolutely, do good. no, no think, absolutely not. I think people get confused with that. Yeah. But I know people who don't have a, fi- a religious faith. They have some faith, like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. but they do a ton of good.
1: Yeah. And they're awesome, awesome people.
0: Incredible people. Yeah. Now th- they're going to have to uh, rectify this existential crisis at some point, I think, but that's not for me. To, it's not to for get us involved to decide. In. Yeah. We, we have to shine our light, serve people. Mm-hmm. If, if they need help from us at some point, I hope that they come and they have a brother, a loving Christian brother or sister who will mm-hmm. share faith with them. Yeah. That's what we got to be on the lookout for.
1: A- absolutely. And there are lots of people out there just like that who are loving on others doing everything they can to help our community, help our world. And they may not have a Christian faith, but it's our job to love them, add value to them. And maybe somewhere along the way, they'll gain that Christian faith. But if they don't, that's between them and God, right? Amen. Yeah, that's right. So with the new year, then, are you a guy that has New Year's resolutions?
0: I some, I sometimes create resolutions more often than not.
1: I do. I'll, I'll
0: have like a physical goal, a spiritual goal, a, you know, a goal for. You seem a, like
1: a guy that's going to have some goals.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, last year I tried to keep them simple. I wanted to eat healthy five days a week. I didn't attain that.
1: <laughs> I'm still working on my COVID cushion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to <laughs> uh, spend time with my family, take my kids out on a date and we've done, me and my wife have been pretty good at that.
1: Oh, that's awesome. My How old are your I, kids?
0: I've got a range. I've got a 9-year-old, a, a 12-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 21-year-old.
1: That's a range. Yeah.
0: So we uh, we alternate dates. Um, don't get to do the older kids dating
1: too yeah. often. Is, is a 21-year-old close by? She is.
0: Yep. Yeah. She's in Conroe. That's usually, awesome. usually she's down sitting for us, so okay. she, my wife and I can go on a date.
1: Oh, uh, that's important.
0: But back back to New Year's, I think okay. it's important to have a direction for the year, um, and I think I think it, goals are important. I think to have a measurable goal that you Absolutely. can look at, I think yeah. that's pretty important. And you know what? Every year, uh, my wife and I we look for a scripture to attach to our year
1: okay. and a
0: word to fo- a word to focus on. Mm-hmm. So a word and a scripture to focus on try to try to use those as anchor points for the year. Okay. And so I think I think goals are helpful. They help me. Um I recently hit a goal. Can I share a goal that Please. I Please. Yeah. I wanted to do 40 pull-ups on my when I when I was 40.
1: So this is the physical goal. This is
0: a physical goal.
1: And you got it? And I got it. That is awesome. Good for you. Yeah.
0: So I don't it was just a silly physical goal,
1: you know? You got to have those goals. You, have you to. to even even to any, if it seems silly or you know ridiculous to other people, doesn't matter. If it's important to you and you want to make it happen, you'll make it happen. And I think that's awesome. Good for you. Hey, thanks. Thanks so, for letting me share that. Yeah. What other goals?
0: So I'll write another book next year. I'm working
1: on a. Uh, a you are th- a book writing machine.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, I just think it's going to be my way to to uh, help culture. I think it's going to yeah. be my way to have a say in in the shaping of our of our country.
1: I got to tell you, so far, you have such a profound impact on others, man. Not thank just you. your community, but beyond your community. Well, thanks. And who knows what the future is going to bring? But it's going to be pretty bright for you.
0: Well, hey, you know what? You remind me. I I think one of my favorite characters in the Bible is Barnabas. Do you know this character? Mm-hmm. Yes. So <clears throat> he uh, he was close to becoming an apostle, but he, somebody else was chosen, right? Mm-hmm. He But here's what he was known for in the Bible. He was, they called him the son of encouragement. He was always encouraging others. He helped Paul. Paul was one of the greatest apostles, yeah. right? right? But he most had to have-
1: Wrote most of the New Testament.
0: That's right. He, he had to have people in his corner empowering him to do that and encouragers. And Barnabas was an encourager for, for many people, Mark, yeah, Paul, right. many others. He, that's what he was known for. And so you remind me of a, oh, of a Barnabas character. Cool, I'll You're, take it. Thanks.
1: Hey, At first, I was I thought you were going to say, well, you know, you remind me of Barnabas because you never really made the first string.
0: No. You always uh,
1: sat on the bench.
0: No. <laughs> no, we – man, just – You know, there's, there's, there's other guys in our community that are like that. The people that I come to mind, they come to mind are like Bob Koenig. Mm -hmm. He's an encourager. Yeah. Uh, Shane Clardy. He's Mm -hmm. an encourager. Yeah. Yeah. We've got some good encouragers in our community.
1: Absolutely. They're
0: constantly building people up. And that's what it's
1: all about. That's what it's all about. And for those that build others up, it feels, you know, it's the giving, right? It feels so much better to give than receive. I mean, it's awesome to receive. No, don't get me wrong, but when you give and you add value and you see people improve their lives, move ahead, progress, man, that is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Did we talk about uh, having a, a mission statement? I think we did yeah. last time. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. this book. Let me let me mention. It's called uh, Three Big Questions. Yeah. And it, it's an incredible book that everybody should get. It helps you develop a mission, uh, a purpose and a vision for your life and um that has been a great tool for me and many others. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a life mission, um just just consider getting one.
1: Yeah. So so what's the book?
0: Oh, the book is a uh, it's a follow-up to this previous novel. Mm-hmm. So, um I'm it, there's a working title but I won't mention it. It is the continuation of the Eli Ridge series.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And and I couldn't agree more about having a mission. And a purpose, because we all we all have a purpose, right? God is has a plan for all of us. You know, I'd like to know the plan. You know, I'd like to be able to talk to him about it once in a while, and I and I can, but I'd like to have him actually, you know, give me the feedback right away. (laughs) But we don't, and we're not in control. And we all have to understand that God's plan is really part of our purpose right it's our purpose and we have to understand we have to know what is our purpose in life and find it live it and follow God's plan whatever wherever that takes you and when we try to fight against God's plan where is that going to get us mm. nowhere right right yeah nowhere yeah and
0: there's a there's a good good verse in Romans uh, 8 28 and 29 that talks about you know we're going to have tragedies, even if you're you're walking with the Lord. I mean, I know some incredible people that have had tragic lives and yep. have lost kids and have lost parents tragically. Yep. And uh, the the Scripture says that uh, God can use all those things. Yeah, yeah,
1: right. And and they seem senseless. Some of those tragedies we we've, we've all had them. We've all had challenges in our life, and uh, I've had challenges. You have, and and. It's how we deal with those challenges that's going to get us through. And I truly, truly believe that having faith will help us get through those challenges and be better on the other side. And when I say better, it's, it's not just we're better, but we're better for others and we can do a better job of helping others and without that faith, you're, just, you're going to be on the other side. You're not going to be able to get through that challenge, whatever that challenge is.
0: Yeah, I agree. And uh, there's some good, good scripture in the Psalms that talk about God being able to turn uh, ashes to beauty and, uh, and mourning, you know, mourning the loss of, of a life, mourning to dancing. He can do mm-hmm.
1: that. Yeah.
0: And he came so we could have joy. And we talked about it earlier, but this joy that we have in us from him, mm-hmm. people see that and they smell that and they want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so if we have the objective of, of, of shining his light, walking in his joy, mm-hmm. boy, you're going to get people wondering what's going on <laughs> and you're going to be able to answer yeah. their tough questions when they, when they want help.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier, uh, your verse, I have a verse for the year and a word. Have you picked out that word and verse for twenty two, twenty twenty two?
0: 2022? I haven't. That'll probably happen the last week of the year after Christmas blows over. um, We're getting ready to celebrate our 12th anniversary. Hey,
1: congratulations.
0: December 20th. So we get through Christmas and then we have that kind of down week towards the end of the year. That's when we start thinking about that scripture and verse. Sometimes it comes sooner, but Mm -hmm. uh, this has been a, a wild, crazy year. Oh my gosh. For everyone, yeah, but it just seems like things become more and more chaotic with all the political tension, I mean, oh, man.
1: Yeah. and and it it seems like there's this. I mean, this is a whole another conversation, sure. but there's a there's a force out there that just thrives on chaos, yeah. Right. So if we have calm and everybody's getting along, then there's this whole force out there that is really unhappy, yeah, and they're just going to throw some fuel on the uh, on the fire to stoke it. And yeah. our
0: enemies are using that. Oh, our enemies are using day. that. Yeah. So not only are our, our physical uh, enemies here on earth, but our, our spiritual enemy. He's using chaos to divide us.
1: All the time.
0: Yeah. I was reading uh, this book that was written back in the 1800s, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe in the 1700s. It's called Letters uh, from a Spiritual Seeker. And this is somebody who was writing letters to, uh, Henry David Thoreau. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, he is, if if I'm not mistaken, he's the one that, that said the quote, most men leave, lead lives of quiet desperation. Mm -hmm. Anyway, back to this book, uh, they were writing letters back and forth and they captured it in this book called letters from a spiritual seeker. And, uh, in the exchange of letters, Henry was advising, this uh, this young man who is seeking advice not to pay the two cents that the newspaper cost him to buy to keep his head out of the news mm-hmm. and focus on his mission and focus on life and focus on his craft. So back in the 1700s, what's going on today? The news and the chaos and yeah. you know selling fear. We live in a in a culture that
1: sells fear. Oh. yes.
0: Don't buy it. Right. It's not worth the the two cents that it, that it costs to produce.
1: Yeah. And and again, we talked about fear, the purpose of fear, which is none right. Purpose or fear serves no purpose, but that's, yeah, that's what's being sold out there. Because if, if there's, if people go through each day without fear and full of courage, then they are independent and they are, basically able to uh control their destiny to a certain extent right and they don't have to look to somebody else like perhaps the government to make decisions for them but you know that's a whole nother topic but we we have to live with courage put fear aside don't open the door
0: yeah, you know, I, that, and that's one of the reasons that I think entertainment is powerful. The right kind of entertainment.
1: The right, yeah, yeah. Thank now you. I'm you, glad you said that. Yeah, the right kind of entertainment.
0: Yeah, and one of the coolest letters I, I ever got, I kept it, was from a, 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 for, a former uh, military. Uh, I think she was, she was in the Navy. She's older than me, but uh, she got a hold of one of my books, wrote me a letter, and she said, thank you. This was entertaining, and it kept me out of the news for a couple days. And I'm like, Wow. There's, yeah. there's power in entertainment.
1: There is. You can yeah.
0: escape and you can escape and do something healthy. You don't have to escape into a, into a chaotic, uh, frenzy of, <laughs> yeah. of fear. Right. And so I think and, that and that's, that's, what's
1: going on right now. Yeah. A chaotic frenzy of fear. I mean, it's, yeah, it's really, we need to get past it. Yeah. We need to get past it. So any other goals you talked about your physical goal, but you know, any other goals that you have?
0: Um, I haven't put my goal list together, but I am planning on. uh, You know, it, it, this is a crazy goal. It's another physical goal, and I'll probably forty-five break pull-ups. I'll probably break myself <laughs> doing it. But I've always wanted to bench press the three plates. Now I'm a. There I, you go. I don't think my build can support that, but I can at least go for it. You know what I'm I talking about? That's I'm awesome. Like, that's 315 pounds. Yes. Yep. Now that is a wild, audacious, crazy goal. You can do it. But I'm working out with this beast and he's, ter- he's, he's getting me in shape. So yeah. I think I have a chance. Good. Yeah. So that's another, I think that's a great goal. goal. I love I'm going to write a book. We're going to, we're going to continue to produce this series. I mean, this series is going to go all over the world and it's going to, oh, it's, it's going to be huge. We're going to, we have a big purpose yeah. behind this series.
1: Remember the little people. Totally. <laughs> when you get to be so big and you are, you're on your way, man. Uh, just remember the little people. <laughs>
0: hey, you know what? Uh, I've, I've said this for a long time, and it's not going to change. Relationships are the most valuable thing in our life.
1: Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, if,
0: if I don't have somebody that I can have a conversation with, I don't have much.
1: I couldn't agree more.
0: So we got to keep our, our, our people close to us. we got to keep our friends close to yeah. us. Yes. And we have to, we have to surround ourselves with good people.
1: Yeah. And, and, that, and people that are going to make us better. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always push us to improve who we are,
0: and and we got to try to outgive each other.
1: I yeah, I like that. I like that. Always add value, give, and do what we can to live and fulfill that greatest commandment of loving each other.
0: Now, can I ask you, since you're a coach? Yeah, yeah. Fire um, away. Yeah, please. Um, what kind what kind of goals do you encourage your clients to to set?
1: Yeah that that's that's a great question and I'm glad you asked. So I do believe in goals and I do believe that we all need to have a set of goals and that can be physical it can be um you talked about benching 315 I love that goal. Um it can be to get you know maybe a new job or a promotion or to read a number of books. Um goals I have, you know I have physical goals too and I have Goals to read a book a week and to complete a devotion a month, um, to uh, increase my business a certain amount. So, yes, I think goals are very important. Goals should be established when you feel comfortable making those goals, setting those goals. And you c- shouldn't make it just willy nilly, like, you know, pull something out of the air. Look at where you are today and where you want to go. And you develop those goals based on where you want to go, but make sure they're realistic. You know, you don't want to like, don't set a goal to bench 400 pounds, right? Make sure that it's attainable, you know, maybe two years from now, 400 pounds, but, you know, do set a goal that's attainable for this year and then track it, monitor it. And if it's, you know, when I'm working with a business owner, we talk about business goals financial goals and you have to monitor where you're where you're at during the course of the year so you need to know or if you need to make any changes in direction you can do that so but have a goal track it absolutely
0: yeah well i can't speak highly enough about you and your partner barry blanton you guys do
1: oh he's the lot. best you guys yep. do a lot
0: of good for the community and i i trust you guys and that's why i'm here just because i i, I like what you guys are doing and i love thanks it what you're involved in. And, um, so if I can ever help you or a friend, I want to do it.
1: I appreciate that. And and I would just say, um, Barry is a tremendous mentor and he's added so much to the community. And I really, I consider it uh, a privilege to work with him. I really do. He's just like one of those people that you, uh, aspire to be like. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. So, very good. Hey, this has been a great conversation. I've loved this conversation. We've talked about all kinds of things, your book, your, your TV show, and talked about faith. We got real on faith. Um, one nugget that you want people to walk away with or, or two.
0: Yeah, so we, we talked this quite a bit about, um, you know, how to walk out our faith. And uh, this TV series, Breaking Strongholds, we have an anchor scripture that I hang on to. But it's the anchor scripture for the for the show, mm-hmm. and it's John 1, 5. You should look it up. Okay. But, but essentially it says that uh, light shines in the darkness, and darkness cannot comprehend it. Okay. Darkness cannot even comprehend the light when we shine it. It doesn't even understand it, mm-hmm. but it can't be thwarted. If we're out shining light, it's going to be recognized. So that would be you know, during this season, this Christmas season, that would be shine some
1: light. That's a great message. And when you shine that light, know that there will be, uh, somebody to try to, to put the light out, but extinguish the light, but don't let it happen. No shine the light bright. Amen. Great. Terry, thank you so much for joining me on Understandable Solutions. It's been great uh, having you back, and I know we'll have another episode at some point in the future. I hope you'll come back. I'd love that. Awesome. Awesome. And, and to the listeners, thank you so much for joining me. I, I am so grateful that you tune in Understandable Solutions. And let me know what the one or two nuggets you got out of today's episode, what they are. You can email me at jeff at Go to my website, understandablesolutions.com, and just let me know. I want to hear from you. So until next time, thank you so much for joining. I hope today was a great day. I hope tomorrow is even better. Peace, everyone.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Understandable Solutions. We hope we met our goal. And remember, that was for you to walk away with at least one nugget of useful and thought-provoking information to make your day. And tell us what that is. We want
1: to know. Be sure to review us favorably on your favorite podcast platform.